Three people, and hello, heroes. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host, as always, Jeff Stormer. This week, I am joined by James D'Amato for a game of Josh Jordan's Doll. James is one of the founders of the One Shot Podcast Network, as well as the host of the One Shot Podcast, an absolutely wonderful podcast where improvisers and comedians play a different role-playing game system every month. He is also a player on the Campaign Podcast, host of the One Shot Thursday Night Twitch stream, game designer on games like Noisy Person Cards and Millennial Apartment Hunters, and more. Josh Jordan's Doll is a short, sweet, and spooky game about a grieving child and their mischievous, mysterious, and possibly unreliable doll. It's weird and atmospheric, and I think you should definitely check it out. I love this game. And with all that out of the way, let's throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week, I am joined by James D'Amato. James, thank you for coming on Party of One. Hey, Jeff, it's it's a, a real pleasure to be here. I can't wait to play a game with you and create a real human rapport with you. This is going to be great. That's a, this is a new thing I'm trying. Um, it's gonna, I'm not sure if it's going to work, but we'll see how it goes. Hey, if I have anything to do with it, the audience is going to believe that you're human by the end of the game. Uh, fingers crossed. It's been long overdue. A lot of people have been demanding it. So, uh, real quick at the top of the show, why don't you tell people of the many places they probably know you from, um, <laughs> you know, introduce yourself, anything that you might want people to know about. Um, so, I am James D'Amato. I am one of the co-creators and uh, the host of the One Shot Podcast, um, and by extension, the One Shot Podcast Network. Um, you can hear me at oneshotpodcast.com or hear me on campaign where I play a character named Bacta. Uh, we do a lot of different media projects around gaming, and I also am half of the publishing company, Paracosm Press, and we've done one game so far, and it's only digitally shipped. We haven't uh, done the physical shipping yet. Excellent, excellent, excellent. I'm a big fan. I think oh. I've made that clear. <laughs> um, well, I, I am definitely a fan of Party of One uh, because I am a big fan of the two-player genre. I, I love two-player games. I think that's obvious at this point, and I'm, I've been, I'm really excited to play this game. It's one that I've had on the back burner for a long time. Uh, it is Doll by Josh Jordan. I'm really excited about it. It is a game about a child and their mischievous doll. It's a supernatural story, or maybe not. That's sort of up in the air to be decided. <laughs> um, so... Why don't you, as you were playing the child, why don't you introduce the child, and then I will introduce the doll. Uh, the child is Jeremy, uh, and Jeremy, I think, is six years old. Um, he's a small boy with uh, dark hair, um, sort of chubby cheeks, and his parents dress him up in overalls. Um, he's mostly a quiet kid, um, and he's uh, sort of upset right now because his parents have uh, just moved and he's like in a new location and he doesn't have a friend in the world except for Bozo. And Bozo is? Bozo is a old ratty looking uh, doll, clown doll. Oh, it's good. Bozo the clown doll. Um, yeah, it's um, it was actually passed down to Jeremy from his uh, father. It was his father's doll. That he gave to Jeremy. So it has that like old, like maybe 70s or 80s looking doll look. Yeah, real worn in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, it, the face is that hard plastic with a smile that's just a little, cut a little too deep into the face. And just a bit sun faded. Just a little bit sun faded. And it is, it is, uh, it has been his since as long as he can remember. And it is his constant traveling companion. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so now let me ask you, where uh, where did you move to and from? Uh, so uh, actually, J- Jeremy's like being six is sort of at the age where he doesn't have a full conception of what one place is uh, versus another. He merv- he moved from one suburban city in New York to another suburban city okay. in New York. I think he's in Harrison right okay. now. So a lot of similar sites, but still that different feeling. Ex- and and you know the it's not the same kids in the neighborhood right, sure. anymore. It is a different place, and that brings with it a whole lot of anxieties and a whole lot of upset moments and disappointments that maybe he can kind of find comfort from and maybe he can't um yeah so the game's going to take about 20 minutes we're going to have a 20 minute discussion between jeremy and the doll and uh so yeah let's go ahead and dive in uh so i believe the game starts um by cycling through well not really starts the the game starts at the first event um and the first event that i have here on my page is that my pet has just died um, and my pet was Jingles, who was an old, uh, black lab, uh, you know, the sort of pet that my parents had before I was born. And then I was born and it was kind of an old dog by sure, then, sure, sure. but it's still kind of a traumatic thing. Right, um, of course. And really Jeremy has just come to terms for the first time with death and what what that is and what it means um so jeremy is after after they buried or after they took uh jingles to the vet um jeremy's sitting out in his new backyard on an overcast uh harrison day um with uh with a sad look on his face just sort of silently playing next to bozo Bozo is sitting next to him as Jeremy is, I'm going to say, building sand, like a sand castles in this big sandbox. And he's sort of idly doing this as Bozo just sort of leans back against the wood of the sandbox, his eyes facing the sky, that smile, that smile always on his face, that big yeah. warm clown smile. And Jeremy is sort of processing what... Uh, what just happened you know his eyes are bloodshot and his nose is dripping he's been you know wiping it on his sleeve uh he he just processes the event over and over and starts crying again uh, each time turns to him and says it's all right buddy you don't have to cry these things happen yeah but but it's scary I know it's scary, but, you know, I'll always be there for you. But Mom said that everything dies. Well, you know, your mom has a has a, a way of looking at things, and she has to... She's dealing with a lot of things right now, and... Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, uh... Let me... What can I... What can I do right now to cheer you up? You want to uh, play spin the clown around? I, I don't know. I just he leans back and kicks up his ankles, inviting you to grab him and spin him around in a circle. I, I, I guess. A Jeremy sniffs, wiping an arm across his nose, and grabs the ankles of the partially plastic, partially stuffed clown, and starts swinging it through the air. Um. He's faithfully performing the activity that they've done, you know, 
hundreds of times, perhaps. Sure. Um, but he's just sort of going through the motions, uh, and his his heart just isn't in it. Um, and after a few weak spins, he sort of limply slumps to the ground uh, next to his sandcastles. I don't think I f- feel any better. I understand. Maybe... Let me ask you a question. Do you, I I hmm. Do you think that do you think that your parents want you to feel sad like this or would they rather you feel happy? When we ask a question of a character or event, mm-hmm. there's a resolution mechanic. Ooh. So, we are going to count to 3. Okay. Simultaneously 1 2 3 and we are each going to turn our head left, right or center. Okay. So, and then that will determine, uh, that will determine the doll's response, the doll's, uh, response going forward in the scene. Oh, wow. In cool. Re- in response to, uh, like, your parents care, you know, mm-hmm. wanting you to be happy or not. <laughs> right. Okay. All right. So, ready? Yep. One, One two, two, three. James looks left. I look dead ahead. Okay. All right. You think your parents want you to feel sad like this? I... I, I guess not. It, well, I don't know. I I shouldn't have said anything. I'm I'm sorry. I I I shouldn't have said anything. I I mean, I just feel like they wouldn't have told you that everything dies if they really felt that way. But that's I'm just I'm being weird. I'm sorry. I I mean, they're just trying to tell me. Tell me what happens, because I asked why it happened. Sure, and, and they, they told you a, a very sad thing that they wanted you to, to know about and deal with, this very sad thing that that they probably could have not told you about, but they chose to tell you about that anyway. And, well, I suppose that sounds... Well, I don't know if it's something that I would do, but it certainly sounds like something they would do. I... Yeah... Yeah, you don't you don't tell me anything like that. I sure don't. Now how about yeah. we go on the swing set again, buddy? Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So you go on the swing set <laughs> as uh this and after a while your mom comes and waves you inside cuz it's getting ready to get to dinner time. And uh you know Jeremy Jeremy walks in you know, holding holding Bozo under one arm, and he's sort of mad and salty throughout dinner. You know, uh, he's still sad, but he he's mad about um, his parents telling him about death. And uh, during the meal, he acts out and he yells at his mother, and he's put into timeout. Okay. Um, or not even put in timeout. He's put to dead early before he gets sure. dessert. Um, and he goes to bed angry. Yeah, and I think Bozo is there with him as he's drifting off to sleep. Wow, that was that was sure scary, wasn't it? Yeah, I was real scared. Yeah, it's not fair. It's really not fair. <sighs> I get. You wonder. I wonder. You, you ever wonder why your dad didn't 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 stick up for you and didn't let you have dessert? I don't know. You should have. All right, here we go. Resolution time. Oh yeah. All, All right. right. One, two, 
Three. We both look to the right. Okay. You ever wonder about that? I guess. Um, I mean, Mom and Dad, are you, like, they usually decide the same thing. Yeah, I suppose that's true. I, I guess that's, that's, and that, you know, I don't, I, I guess I wouldn't expect them to sort of undercut one another. You know what I mean? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I don't know. I was I, just thinking. They know a lot of they know a lot of stuff that I feel like I don't know though. Like like about dying and stuff. Do you see do you see that shadow by the bed? Shadow? Do you see it moving? I don't know. Okay. <sighs> I I better go take a look. Okay. Alright. So we need a resolution mechanic for this as well. Okay. Alright. One, two, uh, three. three. Alright. It was nothing there. It was safe. I just, I thought I saw a shadow move. Okay. Um, yeah, I thought I saw a shadow move. That was pretty scary, but I was here to check it out. Yeah. I'm real glad that, real, I'm real glad that I'm here. Uh, me too. I miss Jingles too. I, I miss him too. He was a good dog. Yeah. And and your your parents loved him a lot, and it was obvious. Yeah. He's being a good boy in heaven now, I guess. I, I think he is. Mom and Dad say that he's got more room to run. That sounds real nice. I gotta say, that sounds like a real nice thing. Yeah, he like he like running. Your your parents are pretty smart sometimes. I think. Yeah. I guess so. Yeah. All right, buddy. Let's get some sleep. Okay. So Jeremy drifts off to sleep. What? So what do you think the next event is? So the next event, according to our event sheet is one parent puts you to bed you hear your parents shouting in another room um so jeremy uh is sitting in his bed with his pjs on uh looking up at the ceiling tonight is the second night that his parents haven't read him a bedtime story this time it's not because he was in trouble this time it's because they're fighting um, the shouts are muffled through the walls of his new house, which feels very big and empty, and he sits in the dark of his room, with Bozo uh, sitting under the sheets next to him. Okay, so let's do this at the start of the scene so I can know exactly what Bozo's going to say here. All right. One, two, three. three. We lock eyes, both looking straight ahead. Okay. Gosh, they're really loud out there. Yeah, they sound mad. I don't think it's at you, though. No, no, it doesn't sound like... <sighs> they didn't yell like this. They No, they, they really me. didn't. They didn't, they weren't, it's not, I don't, I wouldn't think anything about it. Not, okay, it's... Bozo, you're an adult, right? Yes. Okay, I am 40 years old. Do you did you ever get in fights? I I got into a few fights. I got into a few fights once in a while with the dog. He sometimes bit me. He met, he wrestled me sometimes. <laughs> yeah, he he liked to wrestle a lot. He was a good dog. He was a good boy. Your parents loved him a lot too. Yeah. I think that that might just be stressing them out. <sighs> That's probably it. They they probably miss him too. Uh, I think that's probably what it is. I wouldn't I wouldn't worry too much about this. 
Do you think that there's anything that we can do? I think there's. I think they just need to deal with what they're dealing with. But I, I certainly don't like the sound of their fighting. You want to go on a trip? Uh, a trip to where? A getaway place, a special place. I, 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 I guess so. But but. O- open up the closet. Open up the closet. Open up the closet. Okay. Um. So Jeremy gets out of bed with Bozo under his arm and wanders over to the closet door. Uh, It's much, much larger than the closet in his old room. It's large, painted white, towering over him. This is an older house that they purchased, so the floorboards squeak ever so slightly, even with Jeremy being short. He crosses the dark room and stands on the cold floor instead of in front of the imposing door, covered in thick layers of white paint, from year after year of repainting. It sticks a little bit at first, but with a tough pull, he jars the door open. And it opens, and it is big, and expand. it expands further out. Like, you saw the closet earlier, and it was just the closet. But now it's this seemingly infinite space, and it's you walk inside, and suddenly the screaming sounds very far away. Whoa! I... I... I figured this might be a good place to go to get away from all the fighting. You know, I figured you might want a place like that. Yeah. This is cool. Yeah, right? Why why haven't we been here before? I I guess it's just a new house. Yeah, how did you know? I'm I'm an adult. We know these things. Okay. Well, it's kind of dark. Oh, well, hold on. And he claps his hands and the lights and, like, lights running down walls turn on like a big hallway. You can't see the end of it. Whoa. Let's, we can just hang out here until until you get ready to go to bed, because I figure by then they, they'll stop yelling. I really don't think they're mad at you. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so either. I think, I think they just need time to cool down, like when I'm in timeout. I think so, too. So why don't you grab your nap, grab your uh, your Hot Wheels, and we'll play around in here for a while. Okay. Yeah. Um, he runs down the hall, leaving Bozo in this large, endless hallway, and we get a shot of Bozo's eyes. And they're sort of like that polished mm-hmm. plastic, and even though like they're mostly scratched up, there's this tiny patch of them, and in it you can see the reflection of Jeremy running down the hallway. And I think that's where we cut to the next event. All right. Uh, You have a nightmare. The doll can answer questions during the dream. Okay. So describe the start of this nightmare, and then Bozo will appear next to you. So uh, Jeremy is caught. It starts out outside in the backyard of his new home. Uh, This guy is big and dark. Um, and he is chasing, uh, chasing Jingles around the backyard who's running. Um, and Jingles rounds a corner, um, and Jeremy follows after him, but he does not find Jingle, uh, Jingles around the corner. Instead, he sees an infinite inky blackness. He turns around to return to his backyard and there's nothing there either. 
Uh, he starts to feel cold and sweat and scared. His He begins to cry and hears indistinct, muffled yelling in the in the outer reaches of the darkness. And I think he, he turns slightly and sees uh, a bar of wood. That's like the one on the edge of his sandbox. And just like earlier, Bozo is lying there. That same smile on his face. Bozo! What's happening? This is... This is you needed to get away. You needed to get away. It was it was bad. This is bad. Where's Jingles? Okay. Mhm. Two, Two, three. three. James looks right. I look left. Okay. Jingles is, is he's he's gone. He ran. He's gone. But he's fine. He's fine. He's happy. It's really dark and it's really cold. I know. It's dark and it's cold and I can't turn the lights on anymore, but I promise that we're safe now. We're safe here. You're safe here. He mo- no one's going to get you. He moves towards Jingles and and grabs him off the ledge and hugs him. Uh, the shouting grows louder in the darkness. Uh, it doesn't sound... Human, and it sounds very alien, deep, and terrifying. I want to go home. But that's where the monsters are. The monsters are home. What do you mean? That's where, that's who's yelling, is the monsters. <sighs> but it's scary here. This, is, this looks like a monster's house. Isn't it? I think that's when he wakes up. Uh. And, of course, he screams for his parents, and they immediately run into the room. Mm-hmm. And I think, um, I think they, I think they are annoyed when they run in. Mm. There's an, they're, they're, they're angry that they, that they had to come in. They're like, you're, you're six years, like, you're six years old now. You can't be crying every time you have a bad dream. <laughs> Wow. Uh, any new parents out there, that is an unrealistic <laughs> expectation. <laughs> um, the party of one parenting tip. Uh, <laughs> hashtag parenting tips. Uh, so, yeah, he, Jeremy, like, th- very scared. I think they and, apologize, like, after snapping. They're like, I'm sorry, yeah. that was, that was, I'm sorry. No, I was, it's your dad, and he says, I'm sorry, I was... I had a long day at work. I'm sorry. You don't need to hear about this. I'm going to... You need some water or milk or something? I'm going to go get you some milk. No. Um, why yeah, don't you... Right. You should go. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Um, and I think that's scene. That's definitely scene. Um, and uh, the last event that I have, number four, is next morning, one of your parents is preparing you for a special trip. Okay. So where are you going? What's the special trip? I don't know. Um, they said it was like a doctor. Okay. One, two, two three. three. To the left, to the left. Okay. Well, doctors are good. Doctors are helpful. Yeah. I don't like it when the doctor uh, gives shots or... or, or takes blood but they said it wasn't that kind i think i know what kind of doctor it is i think it's not that kind of a doctor i don't think you have anything to worry about okay i think that it's you're going to talk to them because i think that you've been feeling sad 
and I think that I think that you need to talk to someone. But I think can I talk to you? Yeah, but you know I'm good to play with, but I don't know that I've I've been so good at talking. Is that a clown rule? A little bit, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Okay. But if you ever want to go to the secret place again, you know where to find me. Okay. Yeah. Just well, of course. remember, be honest with the doctor and be good. Okay. And, and, and listen to what they say and, and tell them everything that you've been dealing with. Maybe don't tell them about the secret place, though. Okay, it's That's a secret. secret. Okay. Okay, well, so, well, I'll see you when I get home. That sounds real good. And then we'll play some. You can oh. do Spin the Bozo. Yeah. That's a fun game. Okay. Um, Jeremy sort of stands up, um, places Bozo on the bed and, uh, runs out of the room as his mom calls his name to come downstairs. All right. He runs downstairs and that's scene and that's the final scene. And that's the final scene. So you have one major question to make. Are your parents evil or wonderful? I feel like my parents are wonderful. Okay. Or... Maybe not wonderful, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Because they were, I was supposed to decide if they were wonderful or evil at the start of the game, and they were wonderful, even if they were going through a hard patch. Yeah. But the doll was supposed to be unreliable and trying to trick you and be deceptive. Uh, he was definitely confusing. Yeah. The doll was supposed to be confusing and unreliable. Man, what, what an interesting trip. And, yeah. Uh, so... For the benefit of the audience, because we were looking left, right, or center, uh, there were a couple times where we wouldn't have lined mm-hmm. up and a couple times where we would. Uh, what what did that mean in terms of um, the game? So when we lined up, it meant that the doll had to be truthful. Oh, okay. So, for instance, when we looked at each other in that last scene, the doll knew what doctor you were going to mm. and, one, and knew that that was a helpful thing. Oh. But when we didn't, and uh, when we, the very first question, the one with the... Um, the one when we asked about like if your mom was your mom wanted you to be happy when she told you that. right yeah that was the doll being like I don't think that she should have told you that if she wanted you to be happy <laughs> right right so the doll it, it it depended on yeah that depended on whether or not I was going to be honest in the scene which I think is really cool yeah and I like that it sort of trends towards being dishonest yeah yeah because there's two options it's it's twice as easy to be dishonest as it is honest yeah. I think that's super cool and what, what you're uh, bringing in like supernatural elements like the portal yeah um is that is that part of the standard rules or is yeah, that it just says it says feel free to introduce supernatural elements as the game progresses Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow what a fascinating what a f- and spooky ass short, game short sweet spooky what a cool game yeah oh, i'm so glad we got to play this James, thank you for coming on Party of One. Uh, Jeff, this was a blast. Thank you so much for having oh, me. Oh, absolutely. So real quick, uh, where can people find your work online? Again, if you want to find me or anything I do, you can head to oneshotpodcast.com where you'll be able to see One Shot Campaign and a lot of the other wonderful shows on the One Shot Podcast Network. Uh, and if you want to contact me specifically, you can head over to Twitter and uh, search for at OneShotRPG. Um, and that's my handle, and I speak there pretty frequently. Excellent. Well, I'm going to throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show. All right, take it away, Jeff. Thanks, Fast James. And thanks again for coming on to the show. That was super cool. That game is so interesting. I love it. Ugh. Now, before we wrap up, I do want to say one thing. Bozo's right. If you're really struggling, if you're really feeling sad or scared and 
you need it, talk to someone. Go talk to a doctor. I I started seeing a doctor after actually after we recorded this episode and it's been it's been really helpful. It's felt really good and I I want you to feel good too. So if you if you need it, talk to someone. A- anyway, if you don't already listen to One Shot, you should listen to One Shot. I have made no secret of the fact over the last year and change that One Shot is a show that means a lot to me. It is a show that is a direct inspiration to me in a lot of ways. And if you like what we do on Party of One, you're probably going to like One Shot a whole heck of a lot. In fact, if you want to hear more of James and I, you can head over there right now and listen to the Scoundrel in the Deep episode and listen to us play a two-player game involving a book of matches, and it's super cool. That game is also great. You should listen to that next. Put that on your dang cues right now. Also, be sure to follow James on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Then, while you're on Twitter, follow this show at Party of One Pod. then slide on over to Facebook and like the show at Facebook.com slash PartyOfOnePodcast. If you want to hear more from me, check out my other podcast, All My Fantasy Children, where Aaron Catano and I make the most wonderful role-playing game characters from your listener prompts. Our most recent episode features us creating a, a magician crow that likes arts and crafts that turns into Ansel Mind Freak. Shipwa! It's a real good episode. You should check it out. If you really want to support Party of One, consider backing us on Patreon at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast, or simply telling a friend, giving us an iTunes review, social media shout-out, or word-of-mouth recommendation helps the show grow and achieve bigger, better, and cooler things. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Mega Ray and featuring the D&D Sluggers. Well, that's it for me, party people. Until next time, thank you for listening. And party on!